When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to the Table Talk for Moms podcast. I'm Lauren, and I have a special guest with me today. And while he's not a mom, we are sitting around the kitchen table. So we're counting it. I didn't feel like recording by myself, so he kindly offered to join in. John, can you say hello to the... Hi, everyone. (laughs) I'm John. John is my husband. He's been on the show before. So I'm excited to have him on because we're talking a little bit about goal setting and setting realistic resolutions. And while I would love to tell you that I'm an expert in setting goals and achieving goals, I looked at my notes app from last year when we set goals together as a couple and it had not been opened since January 20th of 2023. So it had kind of been a minute. So I'm excited for you to walk us through some of your goal setting methods because you are very good at setting goals and then actually attacking them and going after them. So I'm excited to have you here for that. Also just happy that January 1st is a Monday and John hasn't really been feeling this way, but I feel like from Christmas till now, honestly, from December 1st until the end of December, it's just kind of a free for all of everything. There's no routine. There's no goals. It's just kind of doing whatever we will want to survive. So excited to get into the new year to set some goals and to get back to like a routine of some kind. So anyways, in the spirit of new beginnings, John, welcome to the podcast about resolutions and realistic resolutions. Thank you. Um, let's just go through kind of your goal process. Well, how did you get to be so good at at goal setting because I feel like it's something you've you've always been really good at in every aspect of goals like professional spiritual physical like I feel like you're really good at setting them and achieving them but why why are you that way it's a good question (laughs) Uh, I think I became really good at goal setting in one of my jobs as a salesman a solar salesman I led a region of of sales individuals in South Carolina. And you kind of had to learn how to teach setting good goals and achievable goals because in sales, if you set the wrong goal, it'll destroy your ability to sell anything Mm -hmm. because people would often set, you know, I'm going to be salesman of the month and they had only sold two solar systems in their entire career. And the salesman of the month is 
getting eight to 12 a month. And so we said, Hey, that's a great goal. You know, I kind of look at goal setting, like building a treehouse. Okay. There, there is so much to setting the goal before you actually set the goal. Just like there is so much to building a treehouse before you actually put nail to wood mm -hmm. and build the treehouse. If you look at a tree and you have no idea what type of tree it is, how sturdy the branches are, if you've never done building anything, you don't know how much weight it's going to hold, you don't know how sturdy it's going to be, if you don't know the, the information prior to doing the treehouse, you're going to get hurt, it's going to look terrible, it's not going to look anything like what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's <clears throat> the building of the treehouse is very similar to what my goal process is. I have to make sure I know my information. Uh, number one, I've got to know what I've achieved in the past, what I've done in the past in order to achieve something spectacular in the future. I have to know, you know, what I'm setting the goal for and the reason why I'm setting the goal. I have to know what stretched me previously, but didn't rip me apart. All of that information goes into setting a goal. And then most of my goals, as you know, a lot of my goals are super simple pretty easy to hit, especially starting off. The key to goal setting in my mind is not just setting a goal. It's learning when to reset a goal. And when you've hit a certain goal, that doesn't mean that you're done. It just means you're taking it to a new level. Yeah. And you know, Simon Sinek is one of my favorite motivational authors. And he talked a lot about goal setting and said that we need to stop looking at failures as setbacks and looking them at falling forward. We're learning something new by failing. And so I think where a lot of individuals get into a bunch of trouble is they have these huge plans for the year and they set everything in 40 minutes without even a thought of their past. They fail within the first week or month yeah. and then they never reset or reevaluate their goals. They say, you know, I'm going to go to the gym every week and they miss one week and they're like, well, okay. That was a wasted goal. Going back, yeah. Never going back again. Yeah. Well, why don't you in, instead reevaluate and say, hey, you know what? I didn't go to the gym this week. Is it probable that that's going to happen again? And if so, maybe I should reset my goal to walking 5,000 extra steps during the day. Mm -hmm. And then once I do that for six weeks in a row, maybe then I look at setting a gym goal. You know, starting with those small ones. Yeah, I feel like that's where, like, the reason I didn't reopen my notes up. And I, like, knew what my goals were in the back of my mind. But I feel like, I feel like as a mom, sometimes it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like when I think of goal setting, I'm like, well, if I want to, my mind jumps to, like, the next thing. So, like, I feel like everyone in their dog has this goal. So I'm just going to use this as an example, but like, okay, want to get healthier in this next year, you know? And so sometimes I feel like because you hear of all these other people setting that goal, you might, your mind immediately goes to, I got to be in the best shape of my life by the end of this year. I feel like that's just not realistic. Like, I feel like, yeah, my problem is finding like those mini goals in between of like, Obviously not in a in the season of life where I'm going to be doing a bodybuilding competition. Also, probably would never do one of those. But like, we have three very demanding tiny children, <laughs> and we're like super like I just don't have time to do that. And so, my 
honestly my goal this year was to set realistic resolutions but my realistic resolution in between that is like I can block out 30 minutes a day to just move my body and like that's my like I don't know what it would be called like my halfway goal between I don't know I think the uh, another issue that we have is we consistently look at goals as long-term in my mind there are short-term mid-term long-term and value goals so short term, you're doing those. Those could even just be something that happened during a day, during an hour, a few hours a day. Yeah. Midterm could be up to a few weeks or a few months. Long term could be up to a year, six months. And then value goals are goals that change you as a human being. So if if you want to be healthier that's a value goal. You are changing yourself as a whole. And I kind of look at goal setting. Do you remember in like elementary school, you learned how to write a book and you started with a web, like a thought web. Oh yeah. yeah. We put like a word or like a storyline in the middle and then you branched off to different chapters. That's how goal setting should be. So if you're creating a long-term goal of be healthier, that's changing who you are. And so that should start in the middle and then you should branch off to Part of how I'm going to be healthier is, you know, I know you work out pretty consistently every week, but if you didn't lift a finger, jumping to 30 minutes a day is impossible. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that is going to be such an outrageous goal for starting. Yeah. Start super small and trace yourself back. Okay. So then that means my long-term goal, since I'm going to, it is going to be over a year to, to really make myself a healthier human being. That's going to take me much longer than a year. So within the next year, maybe my goal is by the end of the year, be doing 30 minutes a day. Well, how am I going to get that to that in a year? Well, my midterm goal is going to be every month, I'm going to calculate how many minutes I have until I've achieved 30 minutes a day. And by, you know, June, I'm going to be going 25 or 20 minutes a day to do something. Okay, well, what's my short-term goal? Okay, now I've broken down my game. I realize that my daily goal at 30 minutes a day, if I don't lift a finger, is very unreasonable because I'm probably not going to hit that until I've been doing something consistently for three to six months. Yeah. So my short-term goal in the meantime could be, again, step counting, standing up a certain amount of times a day, uh, moving about the house, doing up and down the stairs, counting how many times I go up and down the stairs and pushing myself to do that two or three more times. Yeah. Doing a walk two, three times a week. When we look at our overall New Year's resolutions, we can't stop at the simple setting of the resolution. That's not a goal. Yeah. As the famous Michael Scott once said. <laughs> You're going to put him in the same a conversation. Goal without a plan is just a dream. <laughs> And as the Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. So if you're unable to create that vision for yourself, you're just dreaming. And if you actually want that to happen, you've got to be able to break it down. The reason why some of our couple goals and and while some of my individual goals, we didn't achieve them was because we didn't break them down. Yeah. And and if I can say something, I think moms are pretty harsh on themselves, especially moms that are have taken it upon themselves to do the bulk of the child raising <clears throat> stay at home moms or moms that are, you know, dads are away from the, the house. They take it upon themselves to set these crazy goals with their kids. 
And then when they don't reach those goals, they beat the crap out of themselves. And we yeah. got to get past that because it's not, you're not filling your kids. Look, not every kid's going to therapy because mom didn't play with them on a Tuesday. Like, <laughs> but that on has that to get Tuesday, it's just, it's so hard. But to you have to look at it as, hey, you know I what? Know. I, di I didn't play with my kids today because I had all these other things. So I'm going to reevaluate that goal of, Hang out with my kids all the time. I mean, if you look at if you look at a mother's goals, like half of them are going to be just surrounding their kids. Their kids yeah. And so I'm going to look at that goal, and I'm going to not beat myself up about it. I'm going to learn from, hey, I didn't play with my kids on that Tuesday, and I really think that that's an achievable thing I can do. So what got in the way of me not playing with my kids? Okay, it was laundry. Okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow my husband when he gets home on Tuesdays to do a little bit more laundry. We're going to have that discussion. So that I can achieve a goal that is more important to me and more important to my family, which is being with my kids. Yeah. If we use the failure of our resolutions as a jump start, it will constantly empower us to hit our goals. Yeah. But if we, mm -hmm. if we get beaten up by failures consistently, our, our goals will fall apart. Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at a goal with the mindset of like being able to change it, like you said, and evolve it, which I really liked that because I feel like it's, I mean, after January, after February, whatever, when, when you stop hitting those goals, that it's not like a, I don't know, I've never changed it. I've just stopped doing it because can, I, can I challenge you on something? Sure. What is the point of a goal or hitting a goal? To get to a place that I want to be at. But every time we, you are hundred percent right. But every time we talk about hitting a goal, we use the words hitting a goal, not getting to that point that I want to be. Yeah. That's the mindset change that has to happen. The point of setting a goal is not to hit that goal. The point of setting the goal is to get you to a place that you are not currently. Okay. And so if in your brain, the whole point is I set this goal to hit the goal. When you don't hit the goal, that's going to be the worst day in your life. Yeah. But if the goal is, the purpose of this goal is to change something yeah, and to get me to that point, well, then the goal is just a tool to get you to that point. So then when you don't hit it, you utilize that tool to reevaluate the reasons why, which allows you to get back on that path. I think for me, that's been a huge difference. And, you know, I'm, I feel good about setting my goals. You know, we've done incredible things with a nursing home where patients are having experience. We just hit our 2000th patient today. For those huge. who don't know John personally, he runs a skilled nursing facility. Yeah. He's talking about the elderly. Okay. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I probably should preface that. But with our nursing home, you know, we've set really high goals and my, my plans always include five years because I feel like five years is enough time to really do just about anything you want to do. Yeah. And we hit every one of our five-year goals and it's year four. So we minus one, there's one that we're still working on next year. But part of the way that you do that is you have that vision, that goal setting. And then we didn't hit every goal on the way. We eventually did, but not in the time frame that I wanted to. But the reason why we're able to get to where we wanted to be now is because we didn't let that feel like a detrimental failure. It was just a way to learn how to better set that goal for us. I like that a lot. Okay, well, maybe we should have brought out the spiderweb chart. You got to. Because I'm it. feeling like maybe I need to reevaluate all of the goals that I was planning to share today. Because I do think, I mean, even though I was just talking about it, a lot of mine are very like concrete, like 
gonna do this cold turkey you know things like that which i feel like i need to i think it's great I well, no, but I don't think it's, down. yeah, I don't think it's going to work. And that's, that's why I asked you to come on to this episode. Um, so everybody that does goal setting uses the word smart to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Do you remember what that stands for? Specific. <laughs> specific. Specific, measurable, achievable. Realistic. realistic time. Time. Okay. And so... On all of your goals, if you have that as kind of a driver, even from your small goals, that will help you realistically hit those big goals. Yeah. So I, w- I always like to put dates. I have goals from 2018 that are due this year, uh, that, are, that were due in 2023. I have goals from 2019 that are due by certain dates, usually end of quarter, March 31st, you know. September 30th, like the, at the end of the quarter of that year. Yeah. So it helps a lot to make sure. And then how do you know they're achievable? Well, again, that's that data that you know from yourself in the past. If that's, if it's a long-term goal, most of the time you can set something pretty high. You're going to be able to hit it. But those short-term goals, you got to break them down to make sure that you can actually hit those goals. Yeah. We're different. We're very different. It makes sense to me because I, I love the feeling of hitting goals. Yeah. And so I will set 10 tiny goals that will just boost my ego so that I can hit these midterm and long-term goals. I feel like it's kind of like uh, Sonic, the hedgehog. Oh, I was like the drink shop? <laughs> In the game where the he, he collects these golden rings. And then as okay. he collects the rings, he gets stronger and faster and more powerful. Oh, okay. That's how I feel with my goals. When I hit those smaller goals, all of a sudden I feel empowered that I can hit these. Yeah. Okay. I like this. This is feeling, making me feel motivated. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about like how you, well, how we set them together. Also, I was opening up my goals app for this and I did want to share the one couple goal that we did so terrible at that was like the simplest goal of all time last year. (laughs) We set a goal to take one photo together each week because we don't have any pictures with each other because we just have pictures of the kids. We took one on our anniversary. January, we have six pictures. January 11th. And, oh, we did take more. We have six, yeah. Well, we kind of failed at that one. But um, but part of the reason why is because we didn't, you know, we set, we also with our, with our goal setting, we set dates every quarter to reevaluate our goals and see how we're doing, see if we need to reset them. Yeah. We never did it. We never did it. Yeah. That's not me. I'll take that one. This is the year. Yeah, you have to take charge on the goal setting because I clearly am not, well, this year. I'm going to do a lot better this year. Um, okay, let's go through one of my goals and you can help me kind of put it into the spider web. So my number one goal for the whole year, which I probably, I feel like this is going against everything we just talked about, but my number one goal is to get off of social media, mostly Instagram and replace it with intentional journaling because I've always wanted to be the mom who like journal stuff. Like I haven't even written down one single thing about our last baby's birth and she's going to be nine months old. Like I feel like I'm just not very good at it. And I don't feel like social media is the place that I want to continue keeping the record of our family because that's what I've used up until this point. But it's just not the most healthy place for me, which is hard because that's been like the 
center of my career for the last 11 years. And so just, I've just been feeling such a pull to get off of it and to, I don't know, it just, it does something to my mood. You've noticed we've had talks about this before, but it just, I think being on both sides, being on the side of being an influencer, influencer with quotes, I don't know if that's technically what it would be called, but then also being someone who is influenced by social media. I've seen both sides and I know how curated every single thing is and it's just so detrimental to my mental health so anyways my goal is to find something that I can use to still journal and find a way to to do that with photos and just like keeping track of the things going on in our family but then to also drastically decrease my screen time so can that be one whole goal or do I need that okay yeah. So you want to walk through it? Yeah. Let's build our let's build our treehouse. Okay. So the first thing we need, two questions. Okay. How long a day are you on social media? Oh, I don't want to tell. Be that. honest. I don't know. Look at your phone. Well, if I'm working, it's a lot more because I'm. So is the goal to remove yourself completely from social media? I think so. so. Outside of posting things? Outside of work, but removing myself from like my personal accounts. Okay, so this is probably going to be a long-term goal. Yeah. Because we've tried this before and it's lasted for two weeks, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is, yes. Not, this is not embarrassing, right? I think this is a great thing for everybody to hear because we can take something that's going to take a while for us to master and break it down. Okay. Okay. So that's the first question. How long are you on social media every day? It's honestly probably close to like two hours. Okay. So let's just say two hours. That makes me sick to myself. Let's let's overestimate and say two and a half hours. Okay. Okay. Because there might be some days where it's a little bit longer. Probably. Right. Sometimes mama needs a long potty break. Oh my God. So we're going to say two and a half hours. okay? Okay. So that's good to know. How many times in the past two years have you intentionally journaled? Um, outside of social media, because I was, outside of social media. Okay, outside of social media, no times, zero times. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is great. We have our basis, right? Okay, yes. We're dropping a monstrous number. Okay. Let's talk about being realistic here. Okay. Okay. So now that we know our data, that you have a monster number on social media. Uh, and that's that is quite a bit but I, I would guess that of the people listening there are multiple individuals like you and some where it's consumed even more and they're okay. looking to reduce it realistically in my mind this is a year-long goal okay this is gonna, this is gonna be something that we're gonna want to be we're gonna want to set a smart goal here and i think you want to do it for a year okay so let's put it into a smart goal sense and then we'll break it down a little bit okay so let's make it specific so we're, let's separate these two. So okay. let's start with the social media and then we'll hit those, the other one. And I think that they can blend together well. Okay. So a specific goal. So the specific part would be reduce my social media use. And I would put in parentheses. You always want to write your goals down. Okay. Put in parentheses, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. Okay. Okay. Reduce my social media usage to zero minutes a day by December 31st, 2024. Okay. Okay. As specific, measurable, I believe it is attainable. We're going to have to work through that, but that is attainable. Well, my thought is I just delete it. But it always comes back. (laughs) And there's always an iPad. 
yeah, we and do there's have all, it on like, the there's, iPad. So let's talk because because this is a great this is a great thought point here because <laughs> if you just stop there and you delete it, you could be deleting that for four months. And then you're like, oh my gosh, somebody had a baby. I just want to see their post real quick. That's the, that's the hard part. Then you're back. So if that's, that's part of the evaluation of the goal, do you really want to say zero minutes a day? Or are you okay with just saying, I'm going to get this under control and move this to a wind down time of 30 minutes at the end of every night? You got to pick that. Okay. Cause you're bringing up good points. This is, this is all the data collection part. Yeah. Before I, I write this down and put it pen to paper, I want to make sure I'm committed to that. Yeah. So is your goal to separate completely or is your goal to reduce the time, let's say around children, around family time? Are you okay with a, an occasional nighttime scroll? <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Um, I don't know. My thought is like, if I have it like this, this is making it sound like I'm truly addicted and maybe I am, but like, I know if I have it, if I'm bored, I'm going to get on it. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's kind of like, unfortunately right now being home with the kids, that's like my outlet is like doing something like that. So I feel like I have to almost completely replace it with something else. Okay, great. It's, yeah, it's and weeding out your to, garden and yeah. improving it. Okay. Yeah. So then if you're committed to do it, the goal that you should set is what we just said that by December 31st, zero minutes, zero minutes a day. Okay. Okay. So we're going to write that in the middle of our spider web. Okay. We've got our knowledge on that side of the goal. Okay. Now we're going to break it down. Okay. So let's break this down into other goals. So in order to get away from Instagram and replace it, you've already listed one thing. I'm going to replace it with intentional journaling. Yeah. Is that going to be written journaling? Is that going to be online? Do I want blog? to find something online, like a way to do it online where you just like upload some pictures and do like a small thing each. Like a blog. Week. Yeah. Okay. Well, back to my, back to my roots. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's, it's good to figure out what you're going to do because part of your goal setting in the short term needs to be establishing that blog. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because if that's not one of your first month's goals, when are you ever going to stop Instagram? That's true. So now let's break this into a, more like a midterm goal, like a six okay. months. So on the Instagram side, let's say by June 1st or July 1st, 2024, I will only be using Instagram to scroll at night okay. for 30 minutes. Okay. And we can set a timer on your phone. Does that seem fair to seem doable? Yeah. Okay. Now let's break that goal down further. Now I'm going to break this into like a mid short term goal. Okay. So we're going to say by the end of Q1, March 31st, 2024, I will only be using Instagram when I'm in the bathroom or at <laughs> night doing my final wind down scroll. Okay. Seem fair? Seems fair. Cause you, you do well when you need a break. Now let's break it into a super short term goal. Okay. Okay. And again, we want this to be an achievable. This wants to, we want this to be a golden ring that helps us power up. If your daily consumption rate right now is two and a half hours a day, an achievable goal is not to cut that to zero. That will kill your brain. Okay. So let's break it down into four weeks because our goal is to get to 30 minutes by the end of March. So in January, starting with our short-term goal. Okay. Instead of dropping it to that immediately, let's say 
by the end of January 2024, I will have reduced my daily rate to 90 minutes. You drop in an hour a day. Do you just, feel that's achievable? I feel like it's achievable, but I don't want to do it that way. I just want to cut it out. I'm so sick of it. This is, I think this is one of the, one of the parts of goal setting for long-term goals. Okay. So emergent goals, like let's say I have diabetes and okay. I just got told that I have diabetes. It's life-threatening. If I don't cut sugar out of my life yeah. within the next six months, I'm going to be on insulin. There's more urgency there. At that point, you got to change your brain rapidly. Okay. But these goals that we can allow to develop are going to change the nature of who you are. And you have to allow yourself to get some easy wins okay. to change who you are, to sustain that. Because this social media consumption, I'm with you 100% on. Okay. You've got to reduce that incrementally. Okay. This can't be something that you just cold because you don't need to, right? You don't have to change it right now. Yeah. It's not going to murder you. And so we want to keep this a long sustaining battle that doesn't kill you. Okay. You got other goals that you need to handle rapidly. And so this is one that you can have over the next year, okay. over the next year and a half. And then that changes who you are as a human being. Yeah. Right. So this would be my challenge is to try it up until January because every day you can nail that. That doesn't mean that every day you have to do 90 minutes. Yeah. That just means there's going to be some days where you do 10 minutes and some days where you do 90. But yeah. on 90 minutes, you are cutting that off every time. Okay. Okay. And then we set a goal that by the end of February, we're going to reduce that to 60 minutes total through the day. And so that by the end of March, now we're stating we can very easily say 30 minutes at night. What you're, what you're aiming for is these are the easy wins. January yeah. is going to be an easy win, which is going to build your confidence to February. February is going to be easy win, which is going to be build your confidence to March. And by March, you will have achieved quite a bit. I mean, think about that. You're cutting two and a half hours down to like 50 minutes a day. That is a monstrous improvement. If you add up the hours that you're going to be saving yourself, that's totally worth the small wins. Yeah, you're right. Because you, you're not, there's no immediacy here. Mm -hmm. We want to change this by the end of the year. And we believe that that is super achievable. And then imagine how you're going to feel December 31st. It will have been a cakewalk because you set appropriate goals with appropriate timeframes. Yeah. Okay. You, you're going to do, you're going to do that. The same thing with journaling. You yeah. can't go, I'm going to journal every day for the next year. You don't have a terminal illness, so you don't need to record your life immediately, right? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what can happen? Yeah. God only knows where our days end. Yeah. But this is not an immediate change that if it doesn't happen, it's going to be detrimental to someone else. Yeah. So you can take time to make this a value goal. Can I give you one example in my life? Yeah. I hated reading, but I also understood that that was the best way for me to gain knowledge. No offense to my podcasters. <laughs> But for me, podcasting, it does, it enters one ear, my brain enjoys it, spits it out the other ear. Okay. I have to, I have to have paper, you know, yeah. like you're I can't do, a, you're not an audio book. I can't guy. do audio book. I gotta, I gotta read it and get it in my, in my noggin. Yeah. Hated reading four years ago. My brother inspired me cause he is a bookworm to start reading. So my goal was six books. That was it. And I knew that that was plenty of time. Well, actually my first, my first goal was two books by the end of the year. Every six months I would have one book read. And I'm going to tell you what, that pushed me. 
because I went from zero you to two. Not a reader. No, not at no, all. You never. Well. Next year, I, I figured out how to get my time in control. It was so it was six books. By the next year, it was ten books, and this year, it's seventeen books. Right, and so it, within four, what I realized is this is not an immediate need. This is something I want to change who I am. Mm-hmm. And so I want to eventually be reading two books a month. I would love to be there, yeah. right? But that's not something immediately that I need to. So I set these long-term goals, reevaluated, found out what kind of the books I was reading and how to align my books so that I could enjoy them. Yeah, That's what you've got to do with the same thing with journal entry. And we won't walk through that because everybody's bored and asleep right now. But for for your your general entry, you can't start at zero and go to three sixty five. Yeah, you know, for me, if I were to set that goal, I would we we kind of reversed it. You know, we what by the end of the year, maybe you want to be journaling every single day, and that's fantastic. Maybe it's every week. That's yeah. fantastic. Find out what that long term goal is. But I'm going to take that the other way, and I'm going to say, hey, my goal is that by the first week in January, I have written down what I'm going to talk about on that blog in January, just a topic. So then it's on my brain. Mm-hmm. By the second week in January, I will have taken three pictures of my family, of things that we did during the month so that I can write that blog. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the fourth, the third week in January, I will have started the first paragraph of that blog so that by the end of January, I will be able to very easily finish that first blog. Okay. So I'm taking what would be hours or an hour of work and I'm breaking that down into 15 minute a week increments. That's something I know that I could do. Mm-hmm. And then the next month I'm going to double that up so that I do a blog, you know, I'll have my blog done by week three and a half. The next month, week three, the next one, I'm going to do two that month so that yeah. by the end of the year, now I've got everything done weekly. I've got a way to do it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's I don't know. As a mom, I think sometimes like the time aspect of goals and setting goals is really hard. Like, I mean, you have two goals that require 30 minutes a day and like that's somehow you have to find and dig up an extra hour of your day, you know? And so I think the breaking it up into those smaller increments is nice until you figure out how to juggle your time and how to adjust and shift and change things. Because eventually like like with the social media stuff, I mean, freeing up that extra two hours a day, like I will have way more time to do all the other goals and all the other things that I want to work towards because I'm finding that time and prioritizing that time. So I really, really like that. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I call, I call that, by the way, that's, that's knotting goals. Knotting. So I think that's super important is that when you, if you set goals that you can knot together, oh. like I'm freeing up half an hour of time which allows me to then do this. Uh-huh. That will help you so much to not, to not goals together, to replace open time, open money, open spaces in your life, yeah. open individuals. I mean, there have been individuals in my life. I set a goal to, I love, I love my friends, but I was not able to, I was spreading myself so thin with family and friends. I really found a group of like 12 guys that I just love. And, and uh-huh. so I devote my time to those individuals now. That was part of my goal. That was part of my goal setting. Um, and I, as you open up that extra time, you can knot a second goal in there, which allows you to replace that time pretty easily. Yeah, I like that. 
Um, I like you. Oh, thank you. Wow, this is, I was, I like bribed him by telling him this would only have to be 10 minutes, but you really have done yourself today, John. Um, okay, would you mind sharing with us just what's one of the goals that you're setting for, for this year? We know you're on a reading kick. All of your books just came for the entire year. Um, but what's, what's one of your, what's one of your goals for this year? Do you want like a business goal, like a personal goal, a family goal? Do a, do a personal goal. Maybe share a family goal because we yeah. haven't, we haven't talked about our goals. I'll tell you one of my personal goals and I've been experimenting with this for the past three months. So I've gotten into a good habit. My goal, and, and again, this has taken me months to be able to set a daily goal, but it's to serve somebody new every single day. Okay. So I broke that down. I created a, a spiral bound, um, notebook where I can record the individual and the act of service, just small things, um, that I can do every single day. Uh, I find myself significantly happier when I serve. And so as busy as I am, there's always time to serve. And I've found that again, I've, I've been thinking about this one for the past few months and that's one that I'm setting next year is to serve somebody. So get ready because you <laughs> when you say new is it like a stranger just a new kind act, of like new act of service. If you Lots ever need, making. if you need someone to serve, just let me know. I can probably give you a task. Yeah. And, yeah, you bet. I like that. I feel like that's really good. I think it's important to have a goal like that too that puts you out there a little more. But it was tough because I, you know, I'm I, I think what what helped me in my data gathering is I just kind of paid more attention to how often I'm serving somebody, just doing something that I, I usually wouldn't do. And it's actually pretty frequent. It's about, I found that it's four times a week that I consistently am doing. I know that sound, like when you think about it, it just seems stupid. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're like, wow. oh yeah, wow, only four people, only four times you're doing something nice. But I wouldn't <laughs> oh, include I wasn't like, thinking that. like doing dishes, doing laundry. Like, I don't think that that, as a husband, that's not service, that's that's part of what you do as a dad and as a husband and, and somebody you love. Playing with my kids is not service. That's that that is something that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, going into one of my patients' rooms and singing a song with them that, that that feels like service to me. Taking an employee aside that is clearly distraught and talking to them, sitting down, giving my wife a wonderful foot massage uh, when she's had a really tough day, and using the Ninja Thirsty. To create a wonderful <laughs> to drink. Make me a drink. That's that's a little a bit bevy. Serious, right? Yeah. So I, I think you know that I've noticed I, I do that pretty naturally four times a week. So I want to push myself and do that now seven times. And for the past, I don't know if you've noticed this, but that's fine. <laughs> Is that why you wanted to be on the but podcast? For the, no, but for the past <laughs> month, I've I've upped that to five times oh, okay, a week. So okay. I'm ready to make that jump. You're doing great. You put away all my Christmas stuff yesterday. Thank you. That's, that's how that's how I do. That's how you do. Did you write it in your own book? I don't have it yet. It's oh. at uh, I've got to get it made. Um, oh, you're making it. Yeah, no, it's just custom. What? <laughs> you got a notebook guy? No, I just at uh, Kinkos or oh. whatever that place is. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, thank you for sharing that. And we do need to set some family goals, but we're going on a road trip tomorrow, so we'll have plenty of time to chat in the car. With yeah. Okay, well, hopefully this this probably wasn't as helpful to everyone else as it was to me, but this was super helpful to me because I just have been feeling like I have all the goals in my head, but I know that I'm not going to achieve them if I don't uh, 
don't break them up a little bit and be a little bit more realistic. But I'm just, I'm embracing this season of life that we're in, that we don't have time for the gigantic goals and the the really, really crazy extreme goals. But I can do the small goals and the small ones. I think that's going to really be helpful for me. So. Well, and the aggregation of those goals will equate to crazy changes. You yeah. Think you can make. Again, it's the... It's the 1%, the like the... Yeah. You know, exactly. A few degrees, whatever that uh, talk was about. I think you can, I think what you have to do is, and, and most of us do, we got to change our mindset to where goals aren't something that if we don't hit, they bring us down. Goals are something that empower us to do more and do better. Yeah. And if we change that mindset that the setting of the goal is not, that's not the goal. It's just setting a number. That's, that's nothing. That's just a yeah. number. But if, if the actual, the underlining reason why we're setting that goal is to change some part of who we are to better ourselves and not get frustrated when we don't hit it and learn from that and take that information to make ourselves better. I think that, that at least for me, it helps me to set more achievable goals, be okay with small goals mm -hmm. and then watch myself grow like crazy. I, and, and, and we, I think that's something that, uh, any individual can do. Anybody yeah. can learn how to do that. It takes time. Like our, you can testify our goal setting sessions are like two hours. It's not yeah. 10 minutes of, Oh, what are you going to do this year? It's yeah. let's, let's break these down. Let's talk through them. Yeah. I like that. But it's worth it. It's totally worth it. And that feeling of accomplishing something is so good. So, so good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully you can, we should have a spider web printable they could go and get you know but hopefully you remember that i'm sure you could find something on the pinterest can make but, it for you. yeah anyways we hope you have a wonderful january 1st a happy new year we're so grateful that you were here thank you john for joining us around the the table today it's good to be at the table chatting with the moms and yeah we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time mm -hmm.